welcome back to Yesterday Today, ladies and gentlemen, bringing you the best of yesterday's radio today. I am one half of your hosts, McLean Westbrook, along with my trusty companion, Jake Westbrook. All right, I got the uh, food all strung up here in the tree so the bears can't get at it. Great work, Jake. Uh, forgive us if you hear any uh, nature noise in the background. We're I love that nature noise. <laughs> that nature noise. Figure we take advantage of this nice summer weather and come out here and enjoy enjoy what nature has to offer. So far, nature has to offer a, a lot of mosquitoes. I'm, I am getting bit to hacking back right now, man. Yeah, not a surprise. Uh, mosquitoes, I don't know what it is about us Westbrooks, but uh, mosquitoes seem to love our flesh. We are a tasty, tasty morsel, just ripe, ripe for the pickings. Anyway, so the theme of the show today is the great outdoors, camping, nature, all that sort of Walt Whitman kind of nonsense. Uh, he, he wrote about nature a lot, didn't he? I feel like he did. You know, we're doing a very rustic sort of theme today. You know, most of the time it just sounds like we don't belong inside a radio studio. Well, this week we're not in a radio studio we're out here in the woods. We actually don't seem to be in the studio a lot these days, actually. But, you know, it's summer. You gotta get out and enjoy the weather while it's here. This 97-degree 90, weather deserves to be enjoyed, yeah, i say. Yeah, from, uh, from a distance with, with plenty of water and maybe a couple of electric fans, which we do not have with us, so that's not, no. the, not the best. Should have brought a generator. You know what would be nice, actually, is if camping involved, if you could, like, just take your house out to the woods and just live in the house but in the woods. Uh, I think those are called cabins, Jake. Wow, what won't they think of next? Well, first up today, folks, is Fibber McGee and Molly. These are a couple of back-to-back episodes from their 15-minute series later on in the show's run involving a nature hike that the gang goes on. So here is that. I expect to be attacked by a bear at any moment. That's why I strung the food up in the tree there. Can't get at it now. Of course, that'll just make him angry and then he'll turn on us, so... Maybe that's not the best idea. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Gee whiz, Molly, I don't know how I ever got roped into taking Teeny and them kids on that hike tomorrow. I don't know either, dearie, but you get into these things so easily. Don't worry about it. You'll probably have fun. Huh, like fun, I'll have fun. Them kids will run my legs off. Well, I don't know how it started, but you've got quite a reputation around the neighborhood as an outdoor man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mabel Toops was telling me this morning that her Willie says that you're going to teach the children such odd woodcraft as uh, how to tell a bear's age from his claw marks on a tree. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Kids exaggerate. You know that. I know one kid who does anyhow. I only said if we found any bear claw marks on the tree out there in the woods. That's all. <laughs> Stand by while I try this trick again, will you? Isn't that stunt a little silly? Forget that now. No, none of them kids expect me to be a regular Daniel Boone, Molly. Besides, my Boy Scout manual says it can be done, and I'm going to keep trying till I do it. You ready? Go ahead, I'm ready. You see? You've been rubbing those sticks together all day and nothing happens. You can't start a fire that way. Maybe I'm using the wrong kind of sticks. Does it say in my Boy Scout manual? Let me see that book. Give me it. Here. Can I put the bucket of water down now? Yeah, leave it there, though. I'm going to try again in a minute. Now, let's see. It says, when lost in the woods without flint, fire can be made by rubbing two ordinary dry twigs together rapidly, as shown in illustration B. That's what I've been doing. I've got an idea. 
Try it with these sticks here. Ah, oh, put those matches down, Molly. That isn't funny. I think you're taking this whole thing too seriously, McGee. Well, gee whiz. You're just taking the children for a hike through Dugan's Woods. They'll all pack their lunches. You're not going to get snowed in. So what do you have to make a fire for? To show the kids I can do it, that's what's for. Them little kids, they look up to me, Molly. Teeny and all of them, they all look up to me. Sure, you're taller. I mean, they admire me. I admire you too, sweetheart, but <laughs> you don't have to rub any dry sticks together to kindle a spark for me. Yeah, but you don't think I was captured as a child by a savage Indian tribe that taught me all the tricks of Indian woodcraft too, either. Who does? Well, I just happened to mention it to Teeny and Willie Toops. Mm -hmm. well, my gosh, how'd I know their dad ratted nature teacher that he was going to take them on this hike in the first place? How'd I know he was going to turn chicken and get the mumps just to get out of it? Mumps? Yeah, he got the mumps. So I get the kids. Ten of them. Grocery boy! Hi, daughter, I brought your vittles. They're in the kitchen. Thanks, Mr. Oldtimer. Hey, Johnny, what's this you hear about you taking a bunch of kids on a hike tomorrow? Where'd you hear about it? Delivered the groceries to Fuller's yesterday, and that little ape child of theirs, Freddy, he was practicing hatchet throwing in the backyard. Yeah, well, did he tell you I, I... parked the grocery truck in the alley, and he flang your scout axe clean through the windshield. Oh, my. Well, sir, while I was putting the busted windshield on their grocery bill, it come to 1480, me and the boy got to talking. And he told you about the hike, eh? No, he told me to give him back his scout axe. Oh. So I says to him, Freddy, I says... It ain't nice to go around throwing hatchets through people's windshields, I says. And he says, oh, your mama's mustache. Oh, dear, what a way to talk. Was very disrespectful, daughter, because mama, of course, was clean-shaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, who told you I was taking the kids? Oh, I says to him, Freddy, I says, that ain't a nice way to talk, I says. Little boys, I says, ought to be, I says, polite. <laughs> then, just to make sure he understood what I meant, I fetched him one over the ear. <laughs> you were taking your life in your hands. But who told you I was taking... Well, sir, he give an Indian war whoop, run in the house, and come back out with a Tommy Hack. You mean a Tommy Hawk? Tommy Hack, daughter. Big, ugly kid that lives next door. <laughs> so with that, I seen I was outnumbered, and I got in a truck and went home. Ain't that an interesting experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what about the hike? Take my advice, son. Don't go. Oh, sure. So long, kid. Now, let me see. I'll put this here and try this stick here against that. McGee, where are you? I'm in the den, kiddo. Come on in. What are you doing in here? Oh, are you still trying to make a fire by rubbing those silly twigs together? I thought you gave that up. I'm trying something. You watch. Watch this. Days, they're on fire. Well, if that is... How, how'd you ever do it? I promise you won't tell Teeny and the kids. Okay. I split the twigs in the middle and hit a match in each twig. Oh, McGee. Yep. And just to make sure there isn't any slip-up, I soaked the sticks in gasoline. McGee, for heaven's sake, isn't this getting a little ridiculous? I don't see why you... Answer the door, will you, kiddo? I want to keep practicing this thing till I can do it like Daniel Boone. All right. Oh, dear. My mother always told me the man I married should be sweet and gentle and kind. This one is sweet and gentle, but what kind I haven't figured out. Well, hello, Dr. Gamble. Come in. Hiya, Molly. Where's your little millstone? I heard that lard bucket, and I'm in the den. <laughs> Come on in. I'll show you a little woodcraft. Show me what? He's Daniel Boone today, Doctor. Oh? He's practicing up on how to start a fire by rubbing two dry sticks together. McGee? Start a fire by rubbing two sticks together? Oh, he couldn't kindle a blaze in a celluloid factory with a blowtorch. <laughs> 
Oh, is that so? Yeah. Well, for your big fat information, Greaseball, I just done it. He really did, Doctor. Of course, he split the sticks. Tell him nothing, Molly. Now, tell him nothing. So, you don't think I can start a fire by rubbing two ordinary sticks together, eh? Not in a million years. You want to bet? Any amount. A box of cigars. Oh, now, McGee. Okay, one cigar, then. Just one cigar. It's a pleasure. Here's my cigar. Here's mine. We'll let Molly hold them because she don't smoke. Now watch. I take this ordinary twig of maple and I rub it against this ordinary twig of oak. Well? Well, in a minute, Hasty. I'm entitled to another try. <laughs> Darn it, I know. You might as well save yourself the trouble, Butterfingers. <laughs> Your matches fell out of the sticks. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the cigar, ham-handed. Uh-huh. Have a happy hike tomorrow and call me when you get back. I got a special this week on poison ivy. <laughs> Bye, Molly. Bye, Doctor. Gosh, can't even do it with matches. Oh, well, so what? You mustn't worry about Let's it. Let's face it. As a woodsman, I'm a flop. Oh, now you haven't even been to the woods yet. Don't be... You know good and well if I take them kids out tomorrow, I'll come back here with briar scratches, poison oak, chigger bites, and bee stings. I'm not going to do it. Hand me the phone. The phone? I've made up my mind. I'm going to call the school principal and tell him I'm sick. I'm no Indian scout, and by George... You'll have to wait a minute, dearie. 79 Wistful Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Who? Oh, Mr. Huntoon. Well, isn't that a coincidence? We were just going to call you. It's the school principal, McGee. Give me that. I'll talk to him. With all the teachers they got at that school, let somebody else take them kids to... What's that, Mr. Huntoon? Oh, a reporter from the newspaper. Well, I don't know. You see... What's this about a reporter? The newspaper thinks it's wonderful how a plain citizen interests himself in taking children on trips to the outdoors. Mr. Huntoon told them about it, and the paper would like to do a story on you. He did? Well, give me that phone. Now, don't get angry. After all, he didn't know you changed your mind. Hello, Huntoon. McGee. Yeah. About that reporter from the paper. Huh? Oh, they said they were going to send him over here, eh? Oh, no, no, no. That's perfectly all right. Fine. I'll be happy to give him a story on how a real woodsman lives in the woods. Yep. Spent a lot of time with the Indians in my boyhood, you know. Heavenly day. I'll get some ordinary twigs together and show him how to make a fire without matches. He can take pictures of... Hang on a minute, Huntoon. That's our doorbell. Answer the door, will you, dear? It might be the gentleman of the press. Mm. This is the fastest switch I've seen since the one my kindergarten teacher used to use. Coming! What'd you say, Hunt? Oh, no, don't mind taking the kids out at all. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, they can learn a lot. Get them over here tomorrow morning, bright and early. Right. Goodbye. McGee, the reporter's here. Yeah. Well, let's not keep the press waiting, my dear. Show the man in. Yes, sir. Right this way, sir. Oh, thanks, Mrs. McGee. Hmm? Would you hold my lollipop while I get this dumb interview over with? Now, wait a minute, Willie Toops. You're the reporter? It isn't Brenda Starr. It's for the school paper. A jughead, our editor, he thought you'd be hot copy. So we asked Mr. Huntoon... Well, he... sit down, son. We'll start at the beginning. I was born in a little white house on the top of Kickapoo Hill back in Peoria during the Indian days. And when I was just a mere child... So there's 10 kids going on the hike, Molly, and they're all going to be here tomorrow morning at 9.30. Say, has it occurred to you to wonder how you get 10 children out to Dugan's Woods to start the hike? It's 15 miles out there, you know. Oh, didn't I tell you? The principal is going to let us use the school's new station wagon. The new one? Yeah. I'd better go along and drive. That's what the principal said. Good night. (laughs) Good night, all.
The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. A group of youngsters from the fourth grade nature study class are going on a hike through the woods today under the leadership of a well-known Wistful Vista woodsman. Here's the woodsman's wife calling to him now. Come on, McGee, you better hurry. I'm coming. The bus will be here with the children any minute. They were due at 9.30. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Hope we got everything we need. Gloves, lunch, first aid kit. We've got everything. I just hope we can manage those children all right. This is a pretty big responsibility. Don't you worry, I'll handle them kids. All you gotta use is a little child psychology. All you gotta keep is calm. With kids, you merely... Oh, there they are now. Where's my gloves? Where's my hat? In your pocket and on your head. Oh, where's the lunch? Did you pack the lunch? Three boxes full. I've got it right here. I hope there's enough. Just three boxes of lunch? If we run out, I'll borrow you a sandwich from one of the kids. Now, we're coming, driver. Keep your fenders on. Put on your jacket. I've got the lunch. Come on, let's go. Okay. All right, now one more chorus, kids. Mademoiselle from Armentier's Parley Boo. Mademoiselle from Armentier's Parley Boo. The Mademoiselle from Armentier's, she had no worries, she had no cares. Hinky dinky Parley Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Kids. Yeah, you did that swell, kids. Oh, that ain't the way my Uncle Herman sings it. He always. Oh, look at those pretty little buds bursting out on the trees out there. Aren't they cute? Oh, gee, look. Yeah, there's the woods up ahead there, driver. You can pull in anywhere along here. Okay, Mr. McGee. Oh, boy, you're going to have your hands full today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll all have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, we'll all have a good time. Oh, boy, I love hikes. Hey, you All right, now, all right, now, quiet. Simmer down, kids, simmer down. Quiet, please, quiet. Quiet, everybody, quiet. Pipe down. Quiet, Davy, quiet. Willie, pipe down, quiet, uh, quiet. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, teeny. Quiet. Oh, they're quiet now, Mr. McGee. Yeah, yeah. Now, this, kids, is where we get out of the bus. This is the woods. Give that man a corona, corona. He found the woods. <laughs> Don't be a smart aleck, Willie Toots. <laughs> oh, shut up, Willie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> your father's mustache. <laughs> You'll have to excuse Willie, Mr. McGee. Huh? He shows definite delinquent tendencies. Oh. Oh. All right, now out of the bus, everybody. Come yeah, on. Come on. Come on. Oh, now, careful, children. Don't anybody fall. Oh, this is going to be murder. I can handle him. Don't you worry. Don't worry, Miss McGee. He can handle him. Quit pushing, Davy. I'll uh, just keep the bus here and sleep till you get back, Mr. McGee. Oh, boy, I wouldn't have your job. <laughs> All it takes with kids is a little patience and understanding. Hey, Willie, stop that. Patience and understanding. Yep. Child psychology. You gotta make them think you're one of them, you see. You gotta meet them on their own level. Hand me that water pistol out of the pack sack there, Molly. Water pistol? Careful with it now, it's loaded. Thanks. Willie, Willie Toops. Yeah? You gonna let go of Susie's pigtails and behave yourself? Oh, I don't have to. Okay, take that. Hey, I yeah. just Willie with the water pistol. All right, now, all right, now. Now, do we understand each other? Okay, let's hit the trail. Come on, kids. Off we go into the wild woods yonder. Oh, that child psychology is wonderful. Come on, let's go! Let's go. Come on. Uh, oh, isn't this fun, kids? Hey, come on, uh, now, stay in line now, kids. Stay in line. 
Wait a minute oh, now. Wait Stay in line. We don't want anybody to get lost. Stay in line, you kids. Oh, you're not the boss, Teeny. No, you're not the boss. I'm helping Mr. McGee. Stay in line. Hey, look at that big bird, Mr. McGee. Way up high, circling around. What kind of bird is that, Mr. McGee? Well, now, that's a good question, Susie. Every good woodsman ought to know how to tell birds. Don't any of you kids know what that bird is? Hey, what kind no, of bird is that? I don't know. Well, as long as none of you know, I'll tell you. That's a... That's a condor. Oh, yep. boy. That's called a condor. I beg your pardon, Mr. McGee, but according to my Audubon book, the condor is not native to this region. Hmm. It's a condor, Ronald. Mr. McGee said so. It's a condor. I dislike to disagree with one of my elders, Teeny, <laughs> but the condor lives in high mountainous areas. And this is not high. Uh, ain't that a condor, kids? Ronald says it ain't a condor. Ain't that a condor? Yes, it's a condor. Yeah, you and your education, Ronald. Well, I still maintain it is not a condor because... Well, just well, keep your eyes open and ask questions, kids. That's how you learn about the woods. Anything you want to know, just ask the old woodsman. Well, 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 one at a time, kids. <laughs> Mr. McGee can only answer one question at a time. Yeah, you asked about a wolf, kids. Now listen carefully, and I'll imitate the call of the timber wolf. It sounds like this. Ow! Oh, gee, that's not a right. Now that, that, was, uh, that was the male, or the buck wolf, and the... Oh, what's gee, that? did you hear that? What was that? What was that, McGee? Oh, my gosh, I don't know. It sounded like an echo, but... Well, it's a busy echo. You don't think that... Well, gee whiz, I, I don't think there's any wolves, but... Well, get behind the trees, kids. Uh, up a tree. Or above. Right. Ah! <laughs> Willie Toop. Oh, all we were scared. Yeah, I knew it was you all the time, Willie Toops. Hmm, thinks he's a big wolf. Some wolf. Yeah, yeah. Molly, hand me my axe. Your axe, you're not going to... Oh, don't worry. Although I admit it's a temptation. All right now, kids. I'm going to show you how to blaze the trail. Anytime you're in the woods and you don't want to get lost, you just take your scout axe, you see, and you notch a tree, and there's the... Now you know how to blaze a trail, how to recognize animal tracks and how to build a campfire, and how to hunt and fish with a wooden spear if you ever get lost without equipment. My goodness, that was quite a lecture, dearie. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. It's a good thing them kids didn't ask any more questions. What do you mean? That was all I had wrote on the cuffs of my sleeves. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering why you insisted on wearing a white shirt on a hike <laughs> and with French cuffs yet. Well, I couldn't remember all those details. This way, I... Gee, that's right. It's lunchtime, isn't it? Yes, and we'd better be starting back soon. It's starting to cloud up a little. What are you doing? Wetting my finger. You can tell from the direction the wind is blowing whether it's going to rain or not. Nope. No rain today. That's the old duck hunter's test, Molly. Well, you better have a talk with that old duck you go hunting with because... <laughs> oh, my goodness, it's starting already. Yeah, 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 that's what I was just telling Mrs. McGee. Well, we'd better get out of here before it starts raining because I can always smell it in the air when it's going to rain. Heavenly days. Come on, children, line up. You go ahead, Molly. You follow the trail back to the bus, and I'll catch up with you. What are you going to do? I'm going to check this campfire. Safety first, you know. Make sure the embers are all out before I leave. In this downpour? It's already drowned. Look at it. You don't have to worry about the no, fire. No, it always pays to make sure. I'm going to shovel the water off the top of it and take a good look. You go on. I'll catch up with you later. All right. Come on, kids. Double time back to the bus. Up, two, three, four. 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 Up, two, three, four.
what an exciting afternoon. Yeah, we just made it back to the bus in time. I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have you kids home soon and out of those wet clothes. I'm glad you all had a good time. Oh, it was swell. And I'm glad Mr. McGee took us instead of our nature study teacher. He sure is a smart woodsman, Mr. McGee is. Sure. Mr. McGee can do anything. I must admit, he's very well versed in woodcraft. He's the smartest man in the world, I betcha. He knows everything, don't you, Mr. McGee? Dearie, Teeny's talking. McGee, where are you? Oh, driver! Driver, stop the bus! Heavenly days, we forgot all about Mr. McGee. Yeah, he's still back there in the woods putting out that campfire. Oh, don't worry about him, Mrs. McGee. Yeah, he's a genuine woodsman. I'll bet you by now he already made a spear out of a stick and caught himself some fish and built himself another fire by rubbing two sticks together. Whew, home at last. Well, I'm going right upstairs and get out of those wet clothes. No, I don't blame you. If I hadn't found that nice dry cave to sit in while you and those kids were running around the woods looking for me, I'd have been as wet as you are. Boy, you're soaked. Yes. Good night. Good night, all. Welcome back to Yesterday Today. We're uh, crouched in the woods right now by our campsite. Um, there's, a, there's a rustling in the brush over there, and there's some kind of some kind of animal kind of dropping around. I told you, you shouldn't have hung the food up in the tree. This is, this is too small. Now the bear's going to come get us instead. No, no, this is, this is way too small to be a bear. Do, do you see it? Do you I see can't it? see anything. Hey, it's coming out of the bushes. It's coming out of the bushes. It's got an awful animalistic smell. All right, let's see here. Minimal traces. I uh, don't believe there's any signs here. All right, where's my field notebook? I'm going to write this down. Uh, no trace of creature in direct vicinity. Well, no sightings yet, but I am undeterred. The brave hunter surveys the landscape around him, and the pursuit continues. The game is afoot. The smell of victory in the air fills my nostrils with hope and determination. Bravely, I press onward, man Sim against nature. Motto Simi, is that motto. you? Jeez, <laughs> man. You're gonna give me a heart attack jumping out of the bushes like that. Oh my goodness. Sydney, I, I thought I made sure we didn't tell you where we were going this weekend. Sydney, what are you doing out here? Huh. Oh. oh, give me a second, give me a second. That was... Oh man. I thought you and the producer were out starting a career in Major League Baseball or something. What are you doing out in the woods, man? I... I had to give up my baseball career, guys. I... I had a, I had a more noble calling, uh, or a more, more noble calling. Whatever the grammatically correct way to say that is, there was, there were, there were bigger fish to fry. You, you know what I mean? Huh, man. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? You, you guys may not know this, but the woods around these parts, a lot of, uh, a lot of sightings lately, and uh, it's my duty to track these things down. You know. Sightings of what? Don't tell me you're on that ghost hunting kick again. <laughs> no, 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 no. My prey this time has a more corporeal form. 
Sasquatch, gentlemen. <laughs> Yeti, skunk ape, oh the Philadelphia swamp monster, the Kansas dog monkey. You know the kind. All I wanted was just one nice, relaxing weekend in the woods. You know, your average all-American uh, Australopithecus black eye. The hairy man, the large one, Ohio grass man, monstrous wild man, falc monster, Louisiana wookie, Minnesota ice man, the yeti, the Mongolian monster, walking Sam. Yeah, yeah, we got Chris it. Taco, Oriolai, Capri, Coyote, the monkey man of New Delhi. What? The Agagwe, the Wadababijan. The big gray man. Yeah, yeah okay, I... Woodwosa. The what? I think you made that one up. Homo Gardarinensis. Mono Grande. That's a Taco Bell menu item. Abominable Snowman. The Kansas Mountain Devil. He goes by many names. You you gave up your baseball career to come hunt Bigfoot in the woods. Uh, do you think that was a, 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 a wise trade-off, Sydney? As far as career moves go... History's gonna look back on this as probably the best trade-off in the history of trade-offs, maybe ever. What's a baseball career in the grand scheme of things compared to discovering one of the most legendary cryptids of North America? As far as career moves go, I'd say this ranks slightly below uh, becoming our janitor for the worst of all time. And Tower Dog. Don't forget the Tower Dog, which is actually what they call Bigfoot in some places in Texas. Uh, Sydney, what, what, what do you think the odds are of you actually finding uh, Bigfoot in these woods? Well, probably the same odds as Bigfoot finding me. You know what the secret is, gentlemen? It's, it's, it's a well-known fact that you only find Bigfoot when you're not looking for him. So what you gotta do is act very inconspicuous. You know, you don't bring a weapon, you don't bring a camera, you don't bring any kind of recording equipment. Just, just really make yourself seem like someone who just does not pose any danger to his discovery at all, and then you stumble across him. That's your plan, huh? What? Then what are you doing out here keeping a journal of hunting, of, of, of your hunt of Bigfoot? Uh, 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 uh. It's disguised as a bird book. Oh, clever. Yeah, I thought so. Well, guys, I guess I'm off to find the spotted woodpecker. I'm certainly not looking for any big feet around here. <laughs> Probably aren't even any in this part of the country. <laughs> anyway, I think that's a, a spotted owl over there. I'm going to go look at that. All right, quiet, guys, quiet. He'll be along any second now. Sydney, I, I, don't, I don't think Bigfoot's coming. <laughs> Perfect. Great mindset. Bigfoot can sense optimism. And so I play a dangerous game of cat and mouse with the man, the ape man, the hairy ape man, the- OH MY GOODNESS! What, 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 what? Oh, right there, right there, right there by that bush! Uh, what, what am I looking at? It's a footprint, it's a footprint, don't you see, see, look, don't you see it, don't you see it, look, look, oh, 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 I'm hyperventilating, I'm hyperventilating, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is, this is the biggest find of my career, admittedly my career started this morning, but still, unprecedented success in a short amount of time. Uh, easy there, Sydney. I don't want you blowing a gasket here. I can't believe my luck! I found a footprint right here! It's one of them! Oh, I can bring any plaster of Paris to make a mold! Sydney, my, my first aid skills aren't quite up to par, and you having a heart attack out in the middle of the woods would not be good. Uh, I'll give it to you, Sydney. That is a large footprint. Huh, interesting. It's a large, bare footprint. Yeah, okay. One, two, three, four, five toes. You know, you might actually be onto something here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting lightheaded. 
Oh, I got, I gotta sit down. Oh man. Oh boy. Oh gee whiz. I was not expecting this. Oh, I actually found something. Oh my. Sydney, oh my are you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna lay here for a bit. I'll be okay. Sydney, it's, it's all right, man. This is, this is what you were, this is what you were hoping oh. for. I wasn't ready for this. I I don't think I'm ready to meet Bigfoot face to face like this. I, we we barely know each other. Our relationship is so young. I, I don't think I'm. I just I can't handle the pressure, guys. I I, I think I'm gonna go home. I'm just I, I'm just gonna go home. I I am not cut out for this man. Sydney, where are you going? Well, good luck, guys. I I'll catch you. I'll see you around. Wait. Come on, man. You can't give up that easily. I. I wasn't built for success, guys. I, I, I don't really know what to do here. You know what? Why, why don't you just sit down and collect yourself, and uh, I'll, I'll play an episode of of the Phil Harris Alice Faye show, and and we can we, we we can figure out what to do next while while that happens. All right. That'll calm you down, Sydney. You love the Phil Harris Alice Faye show. Is that the one with the uh, with the trained monkey on the unicycle? No, I I have no idea what that is. I don't know. Today, the Harris children are going on an overnight camping trip with their brownie troop. Their Uncle William is going along as troop leader, and although it's only 7 o'clock in the morning, there's quite a bit of activity around the house. Let's see, now I have the sleeping bags, canteens, knapsacks. I guess we're all ready. What time are the other girls supposed to be here? They'll be here at 7.30, Uncle Willie. Oh. Well, before we leave, girls, you'd better wake your father up and kiss him goodbye. So let's go upstairs and wake your daddy. At 7 o'clock in the morning? A kid can get killed that way. (laughs) Never mind. I'll go up and rouse him. It's no use, Willie. I already tried it. I even poured water in his face. What happened? He sat up and yelled, Hey, bartender, get me the manager. Somebody's watering my beer. (laughs) I'll say goodbye for the girls. Oh, gosh, you look sweet in those brownie uniforms. Thank you, sis. Of course, my khaki shorts don't fit as well as they used to because I'm I a I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the girls. Gee, you look cute. Those uniforms are very smart looking. Oh. Alice. Oh, so you're up, huh? Yeah. Look, we better have the roof fixed. It must have rained last night. <laughs> Leaked all over my bed. Daddy. Oh, good morning, girls. I... Oh, no, they've been drafted. (laughs) They can't do this to my little girls. It's bad enough taking little Alice, but you'd think they'd give Phyllis a deferment till she finishes kindergarten. Oh, for heaven's sake, stop carrying on. Sergeant, be kind to them. It'll be their first time away from home. Oh, Phil, for goodness sakes, open your eyes and wake up. They're wearing their brownie uniforms. Brownie... Oh, well, how do you expect a man to see clearly at 7 o'clock in the morning? I've got that dark brown look in my eyes. Well, today is the day the children are going out on their overnight camping trip. Overnight? Mm-hmm. Well, the kids aren't going alone, are they? Well, of course not, Phil. William is going with them. Oh. <laughs> that should be a great help. I thought the children ought to have a man with them. 
Well, as long as you're taking a man with you, Willie, okay. I'm leading them, Philip, and I'm perfectly capable of doing so. I'm very familiar with wood law. Mm-hmm. See, Philip, I used to be a scoutmaster. Why, don't you recognize my uniform? No, I hadn't. A... Wait! Stop the music! <laughs> What prize are you trying for? <laughs> what the heck are you wearing? Hiking shoes, puttees, khaki shorts, shirt, neckerchief, and campaign hat. Hmm? How do I look? Like the opening of a Milton Berle television show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pipe that physique. <laughs> uh, stop picking on him, Phil. Willie may not be as husky as you, but he's wiry. He's 106 pounds of fighting fury. You tell him, sis hm. You needn't worry As long as I'm there to protect the girls They'll be well taken care of Look, I'm gonna... Hold it a minute, I'll get that Must be the milkman Nobody else gets up this early Oh, oh wait a minute Oh, Hi, oh. we're all ready Wait a minute Come on in, Jim hey, I can't wait Will you to please get, get away? Hey. We're gonna have a lot of fun Wait a minute Hold Alice, help! Call the police! We're being invaded by an army of midgets! That's the rest of the troops, Philip. All right, girls. All right. Quiet, please. Quiet now. Will you please? I'm asking for silence. I said quiet. Quiet. <laughs> Phil, what are you doing? I'm lying here till they come back and pick me up. <laughs> Phil, look at those little darlings. They're so sweet. You know, I kind of hate them. See them go way overnight. They look so helpless. Yeah, they're about as helpless as the Notre Dame forward wall. <laughs> hey, which one of you Bronco Nagurskis butted me in the stomach? I did. You want to make something out of it? <laughs> oh, somebody's been spiking this kid's cod liver all <laughs> Line up. Attention. <laughs> dress. Straighten up that line. Phyllis, square your shoulders. Laurie, pull in your stomach. Susan, straighten your frying pan. <laughs> what part of the body is the frying pan? <laughs> Your commanding officer, I must compliment you troopers on your neat military appearance. Hey, MacArthur. <laughs> what now, Philip? The corporal on the end's got oatmeal on her bib. <laughs> What's the idea of snitching on me? I'm a spy. Yeah. <laughs> now look, well, ouch, Bronco, stop belting me in the bread basket. Philip, Philip, please, please quiet down. Now then, girls, before we start, I will show you the correct way to march in formation with full pack. I will march from here to the hall. Now watch me closely. Notice I keep my stomach in, my chest out, and my head held high. Golly, isn't he a magnificent specimen? <laughs> oh, he certainly is. Looks like a brewery horse. <laughs> Keep your eyes straight ahead until I tell you to guide right. Then 
Turn your heads smartly to the right, like this, but continue marching forward thusly. See? If he so much as scratch my furnace, I'll kill him. <laughs> William, William, are you all right? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, did you hurt yourself? I twisted my ankle and dented my canteen. <laughs> oh, Billy probably broke his leg. I can't stand to hear him suffer. Do something, Phil. Do something. Okay. Now, let's see. Where'd I put the key to my gun case? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid I sprinkled my, sprained my ankle badly. <laughs> you sprinkled your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a sprinkled ankle? <laughs> I like the reading on canteen much better. <laughs> The poor thing is black and blue And it's frightfully swollen Oh, oh, the pain is excruciating Yeah <laughs> Oh, well, I guess I'll go back to bed now That the excitement's all over Certainly has been a hectic morning Oh, dear Now Willie won't be able to go with the children And I'll have to get another man But, but who can I... Oh, Philzy! Too late, I'm already asleep Good night, Irene <laughs> Come here. We can't disappoint the children. You're going in Willie's place. Oh, you got the wrong boy, Myrtle. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Go ahead and cry. I look at you. Let it out. Go ahead and cry. It ain't gonna do you no good. You think I'm gonna take eight kids? Go out. Bronco, stop biting my leg. Bronco. All right, all right. I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll take you. Gee, thank you, Daddy. You're wonderful. See, girls, we have the best daddy in the whole world. Three cheers for old Ham Hock. <laughs> Don't get fresh, Bronco. There's one thing I can't stand. It's a wise brownie. You're going hiking, Phil. You'd better go upstairs and put on those old khaki shorts you wear around the garden. Look, honey, I ain't going to be seen in public in no khaki shorts. But, Daddy, you have to be dressed in regulation uniform like us. All right, all right. Okay, okay. I'll put them on. I had to go and have children. <laughs> Mommy, why don't you come along, too? Oh, yes, that would be a lot of fun. We'll sit around the campfire and toast marshmallows. And when it's time to go to bed, you can sing us to sleep. Does your mother sing too, Phyllis? What do you mean, sing too? My daddy says you're a bubble dancer. <laughs> <laughs> she is not. My mommy's a singer and a good one, too. Now let's get started. Now be patient, girls. As soon as Mr. Harris is ready, you can. Get I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> Must look stupid wearing these shorts. No, no, you don't look stupid, Phil. You look positive, Tim. 
Oh, Phil. All right, Alice, knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> and as far as you kids, if one of you as much as cracks a smile, I'll knock the pablum out of you. <laughs> no remarks about how I look. I think you look very nice, Mr. Harris. You have very pretty legs. <laughs> Nobody asked you. You really think so? <laughs> You're a very observing child. I've been told that from the calves down, they are a little Dietrichish. <laughs> Falling in love again, never fall. All right, Marlene. Well, put Willie's pack on your back and, and here, wear his campaign hat It'll keep the sun out of Get your eyes Get that thing off of me I ain't gonna wear no William S. Hart beret Still, <laughs> I'm putting it on There Thank you, you look cute Yeah, I'm sure I do All right, kids Pick up your packs and let's get Wait a minute, that's the door I'll get it Hiya, Curly <laughs> Oh, you're kidding <laughs> What are you made up for? I'm... I'm spending a day in the woods with the brownies. <laughs> oh, this guy got hold of a bad ice cube last night. <laughs> Curly, let's start all over again. Now, steady, boy. Focus, focus. Curly, what's the gag? It's no gag. I tell you, the girls of the brownie troop are going on a camping trip in the woods, and I'm their leader. Well, bully for you, Pansy Yoakum. <laughs> now hurry up and change your clothes. We're going to the racetrack today. Oh, no, we're not. I can't go to the racetrack, Remley. I'm taking the kids on a hike. But, Curly, you're supposed to go with me. I got a better idea. You go with me. What are you getting at? I hereby deputize you, assistant leader of our brownie expedition. Congratulations, and may you be a credit to our troops. Hey! <laughs> oh, gee. I ain't taking no kids to the woods. Wait a minute, Remley. I hate to resort to this, but either you go or I'll be forced to divulge to the world what horrible secret that you're ashamed of. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'll tell everybody that 20 years ago, you ran away from home and left your poor old widowed mother all alone. Oh, no, Curly, please. The story mustn't get out that I left home 20 years ago. Why not? Mother hasn't missed me yet. <laughs> we'll break her heart when she finds out I'm gone. Or I shall tell them about what you did that night in Milwaukee. Well, I didn't know she was a policewoman until... Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't remember ever being in Milwaukee. There's a lot of places you don't remember ever being in. <laughs> All right, all right, I'll go I knew you'd volunteer <laughs> Here's Willie's hiking clothes Put them on, I'll go tell Alice you're coming with me Hurry up right. Hey, Alice, I got good news for you What is it, Phil? Hey, I don't have to take the kids on the hike alone Frankie's going along to help us take care of them Oh, no Phil, you can't do that They're just babies They haven't been exposed to anything like Frankie yet <laughs> You stop worrying The kids will look at him Scream once and everything will be all right well, if Frankie's going, I'm going Otherwise, I'd never have a moment's rest while you're away What are we waiting for now? Yeah, let's get started It'll be dark before we get there Let's hurry, Mommy All right, all right, girls We'll be leaving in a minute And I'm going with you 
Phil, where's Frankie? He's putting Willie's hiking outfit on. Here I am. Well, it's about time you... Alice, the dog's been digging things up again. <laughs> Don't be a wise guy. Let's get going on this safari. Right. Here you are, Remley. Carry my pack. Carry your own pack. I can't. I have something else to carry. What? My drum? <laughs> we can't march without music. Oh, for crying out loud. Phil, we're going to Sherman Woods, and it's a ten-mile hike, so we'd better get started. All right. Girls, we're ready to start now. Attention. Left. Face. Forward. March. One. Two. Hey, Curly, how much further do we have to go? My feet are killing me. Oh, every bone in my body aches. All right, Remley, I'm... I'm just as tired as you are, but we'll be there soon. Hey, Alice, how far have we marched already? Two blocks. <laughs> Stop lagging behind. We have to get a move on. Will you go ahead, Alice? We'll catch up to you. Hey, Curly... Let's take a cab <laughs> We can't walk through town wearing khaki shorts and campaign hats Nobody's gonna see us It's too early in the morning Now come on, Frankie, look sharp Chin in, chest out, forward, march Well, if it ain't Jungle Jim and Wild Bill Hickam <laughs> Remley Hmm? You lift that manhole cover and I'll shove him in <laughs> No, that's too much work I got a small hatchet in my knapsack Why did you two guys join the wax? <laughs> We're not in the wax Couldn't pass the physical, huh? <laughs> hey, smart guy, these are our hiking outfits how do we look, kid? Like two floor refs that'll never be reclassified. Burley, <laughs> this kid has to go. I wonder if we can farm him out to the North Koreans. <laughs> they deserve each other. You must know, Julius, Curly and me are leading a brownie troop on a 10-mile hike to Sherman Woods. You're leading them? Yeah. Five will get you ten, you get lost at the next corner. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get them there We know what we're doing every minute Are you kidding? You guys couldn't find your way out of a well-lit closet <laughs> You'll never find your way to the woods We will, too Well, maybe you'll make it with that road map, Mr. Harris What road map? The one you got tattooed on your legs there Oh, pardon me, those are your varicose veins <laughs> All right, get lost, kid. Come on, Remley. Let's catch up to Alice and the girl. Hey, Curly. Why don't we forget this whole thing and go to the track? They got some great races going today. We're we... not going to the track. Phil, Phil, which way do we turn I here? I don't know, honey. I'm lost. Neither one of you know how to get to Sherman Woods, huh? No. Well, in that case, you better let me lead the way. Troop, follow me. Forward. March. Cut. Two. Ah. 
Well, here we are at Sherman Woods. <laughs> Remley, this is a racetrack. It is? <laughs> so that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh, well. As long as we're here, let's pitch our tent in the infield and we'll be ready for the first race tomorrow. Frankie, you did this deliberately It'll be getting dark soon And we still haven't found Sherman Woods Honey, I don't know where it is We'll just have to keep looking Come on, kids Let's get going And we'll Bronco Get away from that $2 window <laughs> I was just asking the man How far it is to the woods How far did he say it was? Six furlongs <laughs> That ain't too far It'll be a breeze All right <laughs> Ain't carrying much weight Come on, kids uh, I'll find that campsite Follow me Forward March Phil, Phil, I'm getting worried It's pitch dark in these woods It's after ten and... You haven't found the campsite Alice, yet. Alice, will you please control yourself? We mustn't frighten the kids. You know how little girls are. They'll start bawling. We mustn't even let... you. Uh-oh, now one of them's starting already. Now look, little honey, don't cry. Uncle Phil is with you, and there's nothing to be afraid of. Why are you crying? I'm afraid of the woods. Ramley! <laughs> What's the matter with you? You want to panic the kids? Daddy, aren't you scared? What do you say, scared? Of course I'm not scared. Me scared? I should say not. When I was a school kid, I used to go camping all the time. For years, he was known as Backward Harris. That's Backwood. <laughs> you know some kids, I was in a spot like this once up in the Yukon country. I was lost in a raging blizzard. I had one chance of getting out alive. Too bad you didn't make it. <laughs> I did make it. But I had to reach the pass before it froze over. So I jumped in my dog sled, cracked the whip, and yelled, Tally ho! <laughs> I cracked the whip and yelled, Tally ho! the whip and yelled, <laughs> hold, but the dogs just turned around and sneered in my face. Daddy, the word is mush. All right, they sneered in my mush. <laughs> well, you've got nothing to worry about. I'll find the campsite. Just follow me. Say, Phil, we'd better hurry. It's starting to rain. All right, now follow me on the double, everybody, and don't stumble. It's pitch black here. Daddy, it's starting to pour. Now, don't get panicky, kids. We'll pitch our camp right here. Remley, get the tent out. Right. Alice, you help him put it up. Kids, clear the ground so we can get a level surface. All right, hop to it. We gotta hurry. Come on, everybody. Won't this rain ever stop? Now, pull your stuff together. <laughs> 
Pull yourself together. We've only been here three days. But it's driving me crazy. This incessant rain, those jungle drums. Rambling. And the quinine is running low. <laughs> Frankie. Tandaleo, you've come. <laughs> Quiet. Bill, we can't stay here any longer. I'm going out and get help. You stay where you are. I'm command here. Nobody's leaving this tent. You can't see a thing in that downpour. You wouldn't get ten feet. Mr. Harris, Miss Faye, where are you? Hey, it's Julius. Come to rescue us. We're over here, Julius. Oh, bless that little... Brat. Mr. Harris, what are you doing here? Doing here? We've been marooned for three days. We couldn't get out because of this heavy rain. Because this... Hey, Daniel Boone, I got news for you. What? You pitched your tent under a waterfall. Welcome back to Yesterday Today. The plane, Sydney and I are making our way through the underbrush following a, a set, a set of footprints that we are we are fairly convinced belong to none other than the Sasquatch. I just wanted a relaxing camping trip in the woods, and now I'm crawling through dirt. What is going on? Guys, quiet. If Bigfoot knows we're after him, he won't show himself. He's, he's very picky about that. Very picky. Yeah, he's not the only picky one of the bunch, I've noticed. Sydney, you're the one that was shouting, Oh my goodness, I'm gonna die. Bigfoot's got me when you heard a bird sing. Well, I've never heard Bigfoot's call. For all I know, he does sound like a lovely songbird. Hey, guys, the, the trash leading to this clearing right here. I wish you had gone pro. Oh my goodness. Guys, 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 over there. By that log, you see that finger? That, that figure hunched over? Oh, oh that yeah, is... What, what, what is that? Shh, it's moving, it's moving, it's, 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 it's eating something. It's, it's hunched over, it looks like an animal carcass. Oh, I don't know what that is, but it's making quite the, uh, ugly display of its meal there. It's, ugh. All right, let's, let's sneak up behind it very carefully. Sydney, do you have a camera on you? Yeah, yeah, hold on, it's in my bag here. Uh, here you go. Sydney, this is an 8mm black and white camera from the 50s. Bigfoot's terrified of anything high definition. The, the, the worse the camera quality, the more likely you are to see him. At least that seems to be the consensus among the community. Guys, it's turning towards us. Oh no. It's turning towards us. Oh no, he's moving he up. We're he's here. coming this way. Alright guys, back up, back up, back up. Oh. Oh. Sydney, if I die, oh. I want you to know that you smell like oh. bleach. Oh, hey guys! Hey, hi! What, what are you doing out here? Hey, me was just having lunch. You guys want some? Mondo? <clears throat> well, now the uh, now the whole Bigfoot thing seems kind of silly, actually. Um, egg on our faces. <laughs> yeah, Mondo, don't you recognize me? I mean, yeah, me, me kind of let me hair grow out ever since me started living off the land out here, but uh, it's still the same old lovable Mondo. Just, you know, a bit more like a, like a kind of a hippie Mondo. <laughs> yeah. Mondo, you're, you're eating off an animal carcass? Oh, 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 no, that's just a bunch of, uh, uh, food from, uh, Jack in the Box. We got out of the, uh, the dumpster that they had behind the, behind the restaurant. I mean, I could take it out here and just sort of, uh, you know, enjoy the sights of nature with me dinner. Uh. Mondo, I, kn- I know you're calling this living off the land, but it kind of just seems like you're homeless. Yeah, and uh, why why aren't why aren't you wearing shoes? That's that's another question. Oh, me just like the feeling of the grass between me toes. Me is a, a bit of a bit of a nature boy at heart. <laughs> Can't stay away from from the wilderness. It it called me home. Mondo, we we were we were kind of hoping you were you were Bigfoot. You know, uh, 
Sasquatch, the Yeti, the Abominable Snowman, uh, the, the record, Minnesota uh, those two Man, thought you were Bigfoot. Uh, I, I never, the Wendigo, I never the, fell for that. The Kentucky Swamp Monkey, the, uh, the Ohio Grass the Sydney, Man. The, Sydney, we get it. The, I, I, the message has been he, communicated. And I had a heart set on seeing Bigfoot. Well, me got big feet. Well, yeah, but it's, it's not the same. Oh, but well, if you're gonna be that way about it, it's fine. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, you do smell like a Bigfoot. No offense. Oh, don't take it. Me haven't had a shower in a... Oh, let's see. Uh, I think it was sometime back in winter, actually. Mondo, as as happy as you seem, I, I, I can't help but feel a bit sorry for you living out here in, in the woods instead of, you know, a house like normal people do. Well, except Sydney. He lives in a tree. I make it work. <laughs> no need to feel sorry for old Mondo. This this really is the life. Uh, although me me gotta admit me uh uh, uh me's, me's kind of missed you guys. Oh well, uh, I'm I'm touched, Mondo. We missed you too. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I mean, if you like, we I guess we do need a new uh, security guy at the station. You could you could talk to the boss and uh, see what he thinks. Yeah, one of these days, Willie is gonna come back, and someone needs to keep him out. You, you guys really mean that? You, you want old Mondo back? Yeah, we never really wanted you to leave. You just kind of disappeared one day and wandered out into the woods. I, I was kind of on you, actually. We never fired you. I. Well, you know how it is when the when the call of the wild takes hold, but. Mm. I don't, know. But once that, that longing of the soul has been fulfilled, it is every man's duty to return to a civilization from whence he came and, and to take what he has learned and bring it back and make the world a better place. Also, we really miss eating the leftover pizza you guys would leave in the break room. Alright, good to have you back, I guess. Um, thanks for listening to Yesterday Today, folks. If you would like to hear more, you can go over to KISU.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Mondo, just out of curiosity, have you, um, met Bigfoot out here? Oh yeah, oh yeah, real nice guy, real talkative. One summer night, I looked in your eyes. One summer night, under starry skies. One summer night, you gave me a thrill. I feel it still.